He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Oh, any candy in the house today? Maybe around the office? Anything that wasn't given out for Halloween? Or maybe you poached from the kid's bag when he, she got home from Halloween? Any of those? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I was disappointed. There was Halloween candy out in a couple of bowls here at 630 Ched yesterday. So today, I'm sitting around my desk, and I'm thinking, I could use a little bit of that licorice that I had yesterday. And I go, and the bowl is gone. There's no way it was all eaten yesterday. Somebody took that away. That is a serious workplace complaint that I have. There still should have been some candy the day after Halloween. I don't understand that one bit. Anyway, uh, off-topic topic tonight to get us going. 780-496-0063, your least favorite Halloween candy. The thing that you would not want you or your child to get, that you would refuse to eat under any circumstances. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, it's dessert. Yeah, it's a Halloween treat. It's disgusting, and you won't eat it. What is that? 780-496-0063. The Oilers will play the Dallas Stars tomorrow. The Dallas Stars are playing a game right now against the Calgary Flames. About six and a half minutes left in the first period. The Flames are up one nothing. Jake Ottinger is in goal for Dallas, which makes it likely that the Oilers get Scott Wedgwood tomorrow night, which uh, may or may not be a good thing. Wedgwood has a couple of good performances against Edmonton in the past. Sabres lead the Flyers 3-2 early in the third. Flyers goalie Carter Hart left the game in the first period with a mid-body injury, so we'll keep an eye on that. Later, Blues against the Avalanche. And the Ducks will be home to the Coyotes. That one doesn't start until 8 o'clock. World Series tonight. The Rangers trying to finish it off. A lot of runs in last night's game. No runs so far. They're into the bottom of the fourth. Scoreless between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. And basketball tonight. The Raptors are in action, and they are uh, looking pretty good at the moment. 107.85 is their lead on the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, of course, you can get in touch, as I mentioned, 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro, the way you can also email the show, inside sports at 630ched.com. So the Oilers tomorrow against Dallas, 5.30 faceoff show, 7 o'clock game here on 630ched. Now, the Oilers skated today. McDavid, as Woody said yesterday, back on the ice after having the dental work done yesterday. Matthias Janmark uh, continues to uh, not be around, so something's uh, obviously ailing with him. He didn't play in the Heritage Classic either, so the Oilers had 11 forwards and 7 defensemen on the ice when they practiced at Rogers Place earlier, and uh, one of the guys who was on the ice, happy to be back in Edmonton, Sam Gagne. This is where you want to be, uh, and um, you know I'm feeling good. I think it's nice to play some games, get back to just playing hockey, and um, yeah, no, I'm excited to, to get going here. 
All right, he will get going, and it's hoping that he can get some teammates going as well, which we will talk about as we move on throughout the show. But you know the story for Gagne. He was in camp on a professional triad agreement before he went to the Bakersfield Condors, and it's pretty good, have five points in three games. And some questions about, is Gagne still going to be able to play in the NHL? surgery on both hips in the offseason. Had him about uh, a month apart early in the offseason so he was asked about how those hips have been holding up so far. Really good. Played three games, two of them on a back-to-back and played a good amount of minutes and um, they, they held up really well. I'm uh, really happy with uh, how it's come along. It was more just uh, kind of getting my timing back and getting the feeling of playing in games but um, the hips feel great and I'm excited to go. All right, and they're going to need him to go. And uh, everything is feeling a little better in oil country with the win in the Battle of Alberta and the Heritage Classic, but you can't deny there's still a climb here to do for Edmonton. Yes, early in the season, but they need to start banking some points after not doing so to this point, just 2-5-1. and one. And they uh, have experienced some shortcomings, and one of the more obvious ones is uh, they're not getting goals from players who aren't the primary scorers, but you need a goal or two from along the way. We went over this yesterday with the players and the amount of shots on goal that they have, and some of them don't even have a lot of shots. Some of them don't even have uh, a, a, I think you could argue a couple guys might not even have been involved in a grade-A scoring chance yet this season. But it was hoped that uh, the large majority of the Oilers' forwards would get to double-digit goals, which means if you want to be on that pace, you should have a goal in your first eight games of the year. And a lot of guys don't. So maybe Gagne, you know, is he what they need to spark the bottom six? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's always kind of been a part of my game, trying to create offensive chances. Um, you know, having some poise with the puck and, and making plays. You know, ultimately, I, I think you have to uh, play hard at both ends of the rink, um, do your best to be solid defensively and not give up anything. And then, you know, when you have the opportunity, you got to try and create some chances. I think, um, you know, whether it goes in or not, it, it's just... Uh, an opportunity for your team to get, gain momentum and um, you know help the other lines coming on the ice by you know playing in the ozone and um, yeah it's something I'm gonna you know try and focus on is uh, creating and getting to the net and yeah doing my best to help in kind of any any area that's called upon. All right. Well, and Gagne, and I know he talked about it with Stoff on orders now yesterday, has had to reinvent himself, adapt a lot throughout his career. Uh, and I think that's helped him now get this call up with the Edmonton because, with Edmonton because you can kind of trust him in, in pretty much any situation that at least he'll get the effort and give the effort and know where to go on the ice and know what to do. And he understands, you know, as a depth player, you can't just check. You got you to gotta score sometimes and you got to cash in when you do get an opportunity. So there's Gagne, the player, also Gagne, the person who is well-received in the Oilers' dressing room, including by defenseman Matthias Ekholm. Yeah, he's just a good guy overall, just really nice to have around, and, and he's just such a positive influence. He's got a ton of experience, obviously, playing over a 1,000 games, and uh, I still think he, he has a lot left in the tank, and, and especially in his head. He's so energetic. He so, uh, just wants to be out there and work hard and, and knows that uh, it's coming towards his end of his career, but he's still embracing it, so it's great to see him up here, and, and uh, I'm excited to play with him. That is Matthias Ekholm with a look at Sam Gagne and uh, head coach Jay Woodcroft, who also commented on Gagne yesterday 
uh, added today that he's uh, happy to have him back in Oilers colors. You know what, I, I got to know Sam a little bit through training camp a few years ago, and then he ended up in Bakersfield for a little bit. So um, I think Sam's a professional. Uh, Sam has a good um, experience in this, this league. He's been everything from a first-round pick to a first-line player to finding a way to stay in the league for as long as he has. Um, you know, he has a skill set about him. Uh, I think he's an elite thinker. Um, you know, for us, I mentioned this yesterday in the media availability, was that uh, that grouping of five or six players in our in the bottom part of our forward group, we're looking for more. We are looking for more. And um, can Sam come in and make a play? Um, you know, that's what our hope is. Uh, we're, we're about to find out. Um, but for him to come in, you know, he's an accepted member in that locker room. People respect his experience level and his skill level, and uh, we're excited he's here. Uh, yeah, Gagne is respected. And again, Woody went where he went yesterday, kind of being critical of uh, the lack of production from the bottom six. So uh, he he had the tone last week, especially when he was taking some pretty pointed questions from, from the media, including me. After the loss to Minnesota, I asked him about the too many men penalty. He, he deflected a lot of opportunities to criticism and almost went out of his way to say positive things about situations or players. Now they got a win. They've had a couple days to practice. The, the mood around the team is a little better, and now he's recognizing okay, this this is an obvious area that we need to improve. I don't think he's saying it's the only area. I don't think he's necessarily throwing those players under the bus. I, I think in this situation, as I said, it's fair to say, okay, guys, who are supposed to get 8, 10, 11, 12, who knows, maybe 14 or 15 goals? It's eight games. That's the 10th of the season. We can't have you all with zeros if we're uh, going to start banking some points here. So interesting that he went to that, and that'll be another storyline tomorrow. And for the Oilers to get on the board more, they're going to have to do the uh, the oldest trick in the book in hockey. And some things in hockey have changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, you can score by getting the puck and people to the net. And the Oilers didn't do that very well the first few games of the season. I mean, you look at that game against Philadelphia. Didn't really have a great scoring chance. That game against the Rangers, not a lot around the net. Even going back to game one against uh, Vancouver. I mean, not a lot of opportunities. That changed against Calgary, I thought. More pucks, more bodies to the net. And I asked Woodcroft about that today. And you know what? It doesn't take a high skill level to get to the front of the net. If someone hasn't scored in a month of Sundays, that's a saying in the coach's world, the month of Sundays, uh, if they haven't scored in a long time, you know, the, I think one of the simplest remedies or most direct remedies to find offensive success is to go to that little area in front of the goaltender, in front of that blue paint, because when pucks get there, usually there's there's enough people there. There's chaos and an ability to, to score on second and third chances, and that's something that we can be better at. We had a good game on Sunday, but we're going to have to bring that in uh, tomorrow night uh, versus a really good net play team. We can't accept box outs. We have to fight 
through them and uh, get to the hard areas to find success. All right. So, yeah, I think that's a good summary there from Woodcroft. I liked how he put that. you got to get to that area. You can't accept being boxed out. you got to keep fighting. And uh, I, I liked how he put that. Create chaos in the other team's net. Even just sometimes the hard effort to get to the other team's net can create a little bit of chaos, can draw a penalty, can delay a defenseman from getting to a rebound or, or covering another area of the ice. So hopefully the Oilers continue to commit to that. And it's a tough team, Dallas, coming in tomorrow night. They're 5-1-1 one, one on the season. All right, 780-496-0063. Kellen, hit me with uh, some messages if we got any coming in. For sure. We've got a uh, our first message of the night here. Where was it? It was right here. There we go. Uh, we've got Laserface Larry texting and says that he hopes tomorrow is Connor Brown's last game as an oiler. Wave him and avoid that cap hit going over into next year. He is clearly done. Laserface Larry, not a fan of Connor Brown's uh, Okay. Well, I think Laserface Larry has written us periodically the last few months. I'm not sure he's a fan of anybody. Um, I... I I think Bob and I talked about this yesterday. Somebody asked Rob and I after game last week, Connor Brown is not going to get waived. He's not going to get sent to the minors so the Oilers don't have the, the cap hit, the, the bonus kick in after 10 games and, and it goes to next year. That is not going to happen. They are going to play Connor Brown. They are going to hope that he starts to score. I do think he's shown more signs of life the last couple of games than he did the first few. Um, I appreciate the message, but that that will not happen. Connor Brown will be uh, an Oiler this season. He's mm-hmm. not getting waived after Game Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex texts in, says, "Reed, I am thrilled to see Sam Gagne back with the Oilers. I bet he has more jump after getting his hips fixed. I feel he will get the double-digit goals and be exactly who the Oilers need to be in their bottom six. That's from Alex. Well, that would be outstanding if Gagne could get to ten goals. Uh, Dallas just scored, by the way, to tie it up against Calgary. Yeah, I mean." Certainly, um, here's the obvious statement of the night. You need healthy hips to skate and to play hockey with power and speed. So hopefully Gagne's feeling good. Uh, I, I'm not going to necessarily put a goal total on, on Gagne, but if, I mean, heck, if he can get to uh, double-digit goals and his, his sticks around for the entire regular season, that's going to be huge for Edmonton. When was the last time he had double digits? In 21-22 with Detroit, he had 13 goals in 81 games. With Winnipeg last year, he only played 48 games and he had eight goals. So if he would have been uh, been able to be active the whole season, that would have been a double-digit goal year as well. That'd be quite, fans would love that, wouldn't it? And he's at 192 goals. So yeah, maybe he gets his 200th with the Oilers. That'd be pretty good. Uh, keep your stuff coming in. 780-496-0063. You're also going to hear from Luke Gazdick tonight. It's Inside Sports on 6:30, Chet. There's nothing like having a little skin in the game to make things interesting. But when a little skin becomes more than you can afford to lose, it's time to take a break from sports betting. Set a budget and stick to it. If you gamble, use your game sense. As the summer heat fades away for another year, it's fall weather here in Edmonton. Before old man winter marks its path, call the incredible team at Great Canadian Roofing and Exteriors. Now's the time to inspect your roof and attic insulation so you're set for our long, cold Alberta winter ahead while making your home safe and more energy efficient. Book your consultation today at 780-449-6991. Experience, trusted, professional. Discover the difference at greatcanadian.ca. with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers. 
the heavy hitters of injury law. Logan has emailed me. He says there was a candy that I had as a kid that was like a cigarette made of powder. It was disgusting. I can't remember what those, those were called. Those and coffee crisps I hated with a passion. Logan adds, I've always loved Sam. I hope he finishes in Edmonton. Weren't those the, the Popeye candy cigarettes or something? Uh, James Dunn just told me they are sugar sticks, apparently. Uh, I, th- sugar sticks. I think yeah. now they're called sugar sticks because they can't call, they didn't like calling them cigarettes. Ah, okay, yeah. Because they don't want to simulate, uh, yeah, rep, retro Popeye candy cigarette stacks, sticks. You can order them on Amazon, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's going to be like, what is with all these people in Edmonton ordering the Popeye cigarette sticks? Or the 14 people who listen to this show. Influencers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you change the world, Reed? Well, there was this one night on Inside Sports. I... Anyway, uh, 780-496-0063. What else do we have, Kellen? We've got Double E Doug texting in and says, Goaltending, here's how I think the next few games will go. Uh, he's got Skinner starting tomorrow night against Dallas. He goes back to Campbell on Saturday against Nashville. And then Monday, back to Stu. Okay, that, that's quite possible. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Like I said, when you make a prediction, if you're right, uh, call or text back. If you're wrong, we'll just forget that it ever happened. Mm-hmm. Got an unknown text to come in. Uh, does uh, come in on the text line here that says, "With Gagne, the Oilers have the wimpiest bottom six in the NHL." Well, I don't. I don't think Gagne's a wimp, though. I know he's not an overly big guy. I mean, I think Sam's willing to stand up for himself. Uh, could they use more bite? Yes, they could. And what did I say after the playoffs? That why Vegas won because they have a bunch of miserable bastards on their team. I know I probably shouldn't use that word as often as I do, but I think it sums up how Vegas played. Mm-hmm. A thief texts in and says, "Good evening, Reed. My least favorite candy on Halloween is toffee because it got or it gets caught in my teeth. I'd like to take a moment and welcome home number eighty-nine, Sam Gagne. That's from a thief. Yeah, toffee, uh, tasty, but yeah, it can gum you up, right? And then you can't do a radio show. Yeah, that's that's bad. Reed, why'd you need the night off? I ate a bunch of toffee in the afternoon. <laughs> and uh, Jackson, our traffic guy, texts in and says that his favorite pick from his daughter's bag last night had to have been the pack of Mr. Noodles somebody had. <laughs> That's outside the box. Somebody gave him Mr. Noodles? Yeah. Wow. Don't trick or treat around the university. (laughs) He'll get Mr. Noodles. Okay. Just because, isn't that what students eat? Uh, That and mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a new one. Somebody gave a Mr. Noodles for Halloween. Congratulations, I guess. Uh, We'll catch up on more of your messages after the 7.30 news. We'll update the scoreboard. And Luke Gazdick talks Heritage Classic and a uh, Halloween story involving Taylor Hall and a bathroom. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.